Hello and welcome to yet another episode of How Not to Suck at the Stocks. Uh, this is your host, Dan Hansen, and hopefully the audio isn't a huge pile of shit in uh, this episode. That's why we didn't have one last week. But this particular episode is entitled Death in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So when you're creating a story, you get to decide how death works which may sound funny. You may think, well, when you die, you die. Well, that's the way it works in real life. But in the story and movies, there's different tropes. So for example, when a character falls off a bridge or a cliff or something, uh, chances are, unless you saw the body smashed up on a pile of rocks, chances are they're still alive. Or if someone gets shot in the belly, chances are you're going to see them appear 20 minutes later holding on to their side. Or uh, you're watching a horror movie. It really doesn't matter what happens to Jason or Freddy. You know they're coming back in the sequel. Uh, Taken to the extreme, you have the Looney Tunes, where a fucking anvil or a piano can fall on a character's head and they just walk away uh, in the shape of an accordion. Uh, I'm thinking the danger with the Marvel movies is they're getting closer and closer to that Looney Tunes kind of fast and loose take on death. And uh, you may say, well, Dan, like it's about superheroes, people running around their underwear, flying, shooting laser beams. Like, isn't the suspension disbelief already stretched? And like, well, it is, but it isn't. So if you're watching a kid's movie and there's a baby on a conveyor belt and the baby is headed towards a cement mixer, like, you know, well, one, this is just a movie, uh, but two, you know it's rated G, and chances are the baby isn't going to die like a horrific death halfway through the movie. But when you see that baby on the conveyor belt leading towards the conveyor, uh, sorry, the cement mixer, you still, oh, like it's still this sense of, oh, my goodness, hope the baby's okay. Or if you're watching Indiana Jones, you've seen it before. You know that's Harrison Ford. You know that giant rock chasing him is like you know made of I don't know plastic or whatever foam. Uh, you know it's on a set. You know Steven Spielberg's behind the camera. You know all these things. But when you're watching it, it's still like oh like oh 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 in, you know indie. Uh, that's the suspension of disbelief. But if you're watching a movie and it shows a baby falling in a cement mixer 15 times. You're not really going to care when it falls in at the 16th time. Or if Indiana Jones is kept getting run over by that fucking rock in the beginning of the movie and he kept getting back up and brushing himself off and going, oh, this is a tough day at work, then you, you wouldn't care anymore. I think that's the level we're getting to with the cinematic universe where, yeah, like you expect in a comic book movie, okay, that villain falls off a cliff, that guy dies, oh, he comes back, like whatever. But it's getting to the point where like, Every character dies and comes back. So recently they've done WandaVision, uh, Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, Loki. Recently there was Spider-Man, just came out today, Black Widow coming up, you know, Doctor Strange. Uh, like half those characters have died already in the series. Uh, and I think what can happen is you cry wolf too many times and people just stop caring. You, you, you become invested in a character, but as soon as you realize nothing bad can actually... And, you, and again, you already know nothing bad can happen to them because they're just a character paid by a millionaire actor. But there's that vernacular of disbelief I was talking about. So, um, 
So to kind of highlight my point, I want to go back to the 90s uh, for a second. And I'm going to reference a video made by a director, screenwriter, Max Landis. And this is an incredible video on YouTube uh, called The Life and Death of Superman. And if you've never seen it, highly recommend it. You should go check it out. Uh, but in that video, Max talks about how in the 90s, comic books weren't in a great place. And so some executive at DC was like, well, what if we kill the Superman? And the thing about that is up until then, death in comic, book, comic books was treated somewhat gingerly. P.S. tertiary characters might die. Like the best example was uh, Robin. The second Robin died. The, it's kind of a funny story. Uh, but funny, I mean horrific. Uh, so in the, in the storyline, the second Robin was uh, kidnapped by the Joker and being tortured. And they pulled the readers, if you want Robin to live or die. And they put it to a vote. And uh, the fans voted for Robin to die. And I think like one psychopath out of Missouri voted like 20 times. <laughs> but uh, so Joker like beats him to death with a crowbar. Um, so that was like, that was a big exception Robin dying. But anyway, so when Superman dies in the early 90s, that was a big deal. Okay, that made national news. Um, but what happened is Superman came back. Robin actually came back too. Um, and the, they started killing off, you know, like uh, every superhero. Captain America got shot. Batman actually broke his back. And this became a new thing. If you want to sell more copies, just kill off your fucking superhero. And oh my God, watch the money pile up. But then, of course, we need to turn that faucet back on, right? So the superhero has to come back. C sales went way down after that. And the comic movie, the comic, sorry, the comic book industry, like, never really recovered from that, from that, from that golden. They never really got back up to that golden age. And if I'm wrong about this, like, let me know. I'm not super big into comic books. I collected them as a kid. Uh, those are my first investments. I had, like, Spawn number one. I had Pit number one. Oh, I thought Pit was going to be huge. Uh, but in any case, uh, so if I'm wrong about this stuff, I'm wrong about this. You, you, can, you can correct me if you want. Uh, but, yeah, like, Marvel almost went bankrupt in the late 90s. Um, that's why... When Disney bought Marvel, they still didn't own X-Men. They had sold the rights to X-Men to Fox in the late 90s. Uh, they sold the rights to Spider-Man to Sony you know, to stay afloat. Um, that's why Marvel was selling off the rights to Fantastic Four and Hulk and all these things. was Because other comic books were not selling. Um, so my point is, I wonder if history is going to repeat itself. And I wonder if you're going to see that with the movies that have been so popular. Like, there's a Black Widow movie coming. I know it's a prequel. Okay, I know, I know there's always a reason. I know there's always, a, you know, it's an alternate timeline. They're from a different dimension. This is a prequel. Like, oh, this, you know, I, I, there's, you know, you can write whatever the fuck you want when you're writing a movie. I get it. I'm just saying from the audience's perspective, I think you cry wolf too many times. It becomes like Matrix 2. Remember, uh, the first Matrix comes out, Everyone's blown away, right? Like, oh my God, this, you know, this is fucking amazing. And then Matrix 2 comes out and like they basically turn Neo into a god where he just kind of like lazily went through his action scenes. He finally just decides, he's, he's surrounded by like a thousand Mr. Smiths and he just decides, well, fuck this and he flies away. And it's like, what was the point of that scene? Like if he could have just flown away, they're just punching each other. There's no like, there's no consequence. Anyway, I guess that's my point. It's like the Looney Tunization of these movies. Uh, and it, it may seem like a small point, and maybe it is. The vernacular between a comic movie and Looney Tunes may be a distinction looking for a difference. Maybe I'm wrong here. 
but uh, I don't know. I think I'm right. I think I'm, well, I always think I'm right. I think everyone always thinks they're right. But uh, anyway, I guess we'll see. I, I, I would not be surprised if people just eventually just lose interest in these characters. They die. They live. It doesn't matter. They, they're an accordion. They get right back up. So, anyway, it's been Dan Hansen. This has been How Not to Suck at the Stocks. And uh, you have a good one. Bye-bye.